Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday we head in the lounge. We air our complaints with the world. And there's no complaint that's too large or too small or too frivolous. You, the, the luxury of the lounge is being able to use it as a safe space for your complaints, your concerns, your problems with the world. And no one can look at you and say, no, 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 there's bigger problems. People die. No one has money. No. Their issues are for outside the lounge. The lounge is for your issue, Mr. and Mrs. Listener. That's right. And we're on YouTube. Hello, YouTube land. People. If you want to watch the full episode, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, it's all there for you. You can watch the Luxury Lounge. You can watch the J Train podcast. I'm here for you every Monday and Thursday. And if you want your Luxury Lounge complaint heard, Shelby is in charge. He's going through all the emails. He's very judgmental. Okay? Title it Luxury Lounge. And then next to it, give a little sauce on what you're complaining about. The more specific the complaint, the better the complaint to me. But that's up to Shelby. So, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com, title of the Luxury Lounge, and let us know what you're doing. Also, I'm on the road. People, if you're listening right now or you're watching on YouTube, I'm in Denver, Colorado. That's right, Denver, Denver, Denver. Columbus, Newark, Madison, Tampa, La Jolla, Huntsville, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. So people, 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 jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. Would love to have you at the show. Bring your friends. Assemble the group chat. That's right. It's an act for everybody. You might like the Luxury Lounge and you're like, oh, my one friend, they're kind of miserable. The miserable friend will have fun at the show. I I promise you that. Very excited about today's guest. An OKP to the show. Original key player. (laughs) Hilarious comic, Sean Donnelly. Thank you for coming back. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming to the lounge. This is such a nice lounge. Isn't it nice? It's a luxury lounge. This is the luxury. We are bathed in velvet. I guess they know now on YouTube. We have to buy more luxurious (laughs) things. We have to dress up the lounge set, Shelby. And again, we apologize for the you know, the insane asylum white walls we have here. We're, we're sprucing up Feather Nation Studios. But if I heard it's day. Louis Vuitton paint. Yes, that's that's Louis, the luxury part of the land. This is the good paint. <laughs> Sean, everyone should follow Sean. So funny. At Shawnee Time on Instagram. It'll be all over my socials. You have a new podcast. We want to talk about. We want this is this pod. The lounge is about promoting other people's work. And Sean's hilarious. The new jerks. The brand new jerks. Brand new jerks. That's the podcast. That's, That's the podcast. Every Thursday, brand new jerks. You got YouTube. You know the, all these all these comedians. We're we're our own enterprises. You got the YouTube. You got the Instagram. You got the podcast. It's all there. Brand we have TikTok. New, and, and, and TikTok. All, yeah. and it's all waiting for you. To laugh, You're, we're giving people laughter. Uh, absolutely, the yeah. idea that anyone would be like, "I'm not a podcast person." What? I know you have, it, you have you have hours of content at your fingertips, at your fingertips, in your all day long, your hand. and you don't have to change the channel. You don't have to like scroll through. You know what you're getting. Explain brand new jerks to the listeners. So basically, in a sentence, it's a podcast for recovering people pleasers. So me, recovering people, people pleasers. No, <laughs> so me and my buddy Ray are like very hardcore people pleasers, yes. and we want to be liked all the time. So the goal, the loose goal of the podcast, is for us to become more assertive over time. Give me an example of something that is a people pleaser. Mission that has gotten in your way. 
a people pleasing mission that's gotten in my way, like agreeing to do gigs for less money because I don't want to rock the boat and ask for more money, or sure. or uh, or or going to going to a party I don't want to go to because I feel like they'll hate me if I don't show up, stuff the, like that, listen, or, or minor ones like putting exclamation points at the end of text so people think I'm way more excited about the yes I just gave. The them. ultimate measure of whether you are too much of a people pleaser or not is replying to a wedding. Yes. You ever you ever say no to a wedding and you're just sitting there on the RSVP and you can't even and you're like I just don't want to go I just don't want to go I just don't want to go and then you go but they'll be so mad and it's like no one cares about you no one cares about you and then you say no and you go and when you mail that RSVP you go oh, oh dude absolutely the greatest relief and it, it is almost like it should be I think part of your people pleaser you know like you know. The way you fix it, yeah, you should be part of the recovery. Should be bringing people to do the say no to a wedding. Oh, absolutely. Well, we have we have all sorts. We have sections on the show, so we have a thing called the jerk dash off, which is we put two famous jerks up against each other. We Mm. say who's a bigger jerk. We also who's uh, who have you done before? We did we did a a couple of movie ones. So we did. we did uh, Adam Scott in Step Brothers versus okay. Bradley Cooper in, in uh, Wedding Crashers. Who was the bigger jerk? Bradley Cooper. That's what we. That's no what we question. Came out with. But Adam Scott we is do just a, a loving online. brother who's disappointed with his brother not living up to his potential. He redeems himself at the yeah. end of the movie. At yeah. the end of the movie, Bradley Cooper is always evil. Bradley Cooper has no redemption <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> Absolutely. Biggest jerk to me is the wife in, in, in Step Brothers. No, no, oh, the oh. wife in. She's in the Jerk Hall of Fame in uh, Meet the Parents. Oh, the Ben Stiller's Terry wife. Polo? That's her, that's her real that's name. Her real name. Yeah. You're a big movie buff. You're I buff. like movies a lot. Yeah. So the wife in, in Meet the Parents, she's responsible for so much of the <laughs> strife between Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro. She doesn't tell him to wake up. The whole family's up for breakfast. If my girlfriend <laughs> let me sleep in at her family's house, I'd be like, Did you fuck me? They care about waking up? The other husband's downstairs in his fucking quarter zip sweater. I'm up here yeah. in my jam jams. I don't even have my own clothes. And you're cool with me wearing Speedos to the yeah. pool? Yeah, like, you didn't what? say like, hey, everyone's going to think you're a weirdo? Yes, right. That's not the family right. style. She never explains anything to Ben Stiller. I would have dumped her. Uh, uh, the minute I came down to breakfast that morning, I would have been like, um, I need to talk to you outside. It's, it's time for me to go. She would be like, a, like a, definitely a part of a jerk dash yeah. off. And then we have jerk of the week. And la- last week kind of pertains to what we do uh, was T.I. for that video of him bombing at so Barclay Center. T.I., I had been hearing that he's gotten into stand-up. Yeah, I heard and, about it recently, and then I saw the video about it a week later. So I heard about it months ago. Okay. Because he was around Atlanta yes, jumping on yeah, stage. Yeah, at open and, mics. At open mics, which, which I Which I kind of respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, got to yeah. go to open mic. And, and I also appreciate that like T.I. can't be anybody but T.I. T.I. can't go in incognito with a mustache and the glasses right. and show up in an open mic and be like, so dating's hard. Like, his stuff's going to be on video every time. And he's exp- and people don't 
with stand-up, people expect you to be good right away. People are very judgmental of stand-up. They don't really understand that like there's a beginning to starting to tell a joke and then it forms into something else. They Because stand-ups are so good at what they do, they expect every joke to just be ready, ready, ready. Right. So right. with T.I. Nobody knows the the up the coming up part of this business. Nobody understands no. that it, and it they takes shouldn't. years. I, I guess, but I guess I would like have more questions than answers. I think with comedy, people tend to think they have the answers because everyone's funny. Right. We don't play an instrument. Right. You know, we play the instrument that everyone can play. Right. You know, so that's why people go together. and they think they can do what you do. And- I remember I did shows in Tacoma and Katie Thurston, the the Bachelorette, the the woman who played the Bachelorette, she was she came to the shows. And yeah. we were hanging backstage and she was like, I kinda wanna jump on an open mic. And I like my first thought was you better fucking be ready for people to tape that shit. Like, Absolutely. That was my yeah. first, and I, I, yeah. I had empathy for her because I'm like, how do you start when you have a million followers and people just go, because people will say to you, well, let me come to the show. Let me come. I just want to come support. And you go, this ain't support. I got to practice this first. Right. Because so I, I said to her, I was like, you have to find an open mic. I didn't tell like, people for like years until I, I... I tell people to ask me for advice. I'm like, give it a few years before you... like. Your friends are going to be the hardest on you. So yeah. like everyone thinks they're TI's friend. Well, here's the thing. Open mics, I don't think they were taping. I heard there's something that happened at an open mic where Well, this is so recently TI yelled at a woman for mentioning that he has like passed Right, he a, heckled this other comic that yeah. mentioned it on stage. It passed his past um like allegations. Allegations yeah. with, you know, with women. And then he got mad at jokes. It's like, dude, you're in this game, man. Yeah. This is, so then he starts with that video. Then it goes to the Barclays. Which, that, of course, that's getting filmed. Open mic's oh, one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Barclays, come on. Of course, anybody would have been filmed that, filmed on that stage. So, and it was, uh, he was on, like, why was he on that show? I don't know. I don't even know what show it was. I just saw the quick Twitter video of it. And, and just from boom. multiple angles. And he's doing this thing where it's like, it's so funny because it's like this false confidence of a guy who, like, achieved stuff in mm-hmm. another business and is like hey this is e- easier than what I was doing before so I'm just going to settle in with this comedy stuff and it's you can almost like you can identify you you if you it see is, the video you can see what he's doing it's so it's hard so bad. to not sound like a dick yeah. when you're a stand up comedian because it automatically like because Again, someone's trying to be funny. They're trying to give someone the gift of all gifts, a laugh. Like, right. what a beautiful thing. But it is so hard to not sound like a judgy piece of shit. Like, someone was like, yeah, you're in a show with Jeremy Piven, man? Holy shit, man. <laughs> you're killing it. I'm like, and and you want to go, that's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to say that. Have you, have you not read the paper? <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, ah, I go, that's not like... You know, when, when people said, like, I opened for Burke Kreischer, when people were like, wow, congratulations. I'm like, yeah, that is a congratulations. Like, this is a guy is a fucking amazing comic, fun, you know, in doing huge stadiums when they're like, you and Jeremy Piven. You go, <laughs> yeah. can I explain to you how he fits into this world? Well, you, you know the Matthew Broussard thing, right? No. He said comedy is the only job you can get Me Too'd into. Stand-up <laughs> comedy. Because that's what happened with Jeremy. Yeah, but, so he got a Me Too, and then he was like, I guess off to comedy. Uh, to stand-up. That's what happens. They, just, hey. they, go, they can go on the road and sell out. What? What a disrespect to the craft. They're just like, I guess I'm with the garbage people telling jokes about my penis now. Listen, are you ready to complain? I mean, this could have been a complaint. Go listen to Brand New Jerks. Uh, You can subscribe on Apple, iTunes, all that stuff. Uh, The YouTube page. Everyone go follow Sean at Shawnee Time. Are you ready to complain? I'm going to complain. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues. 
to do get off his chest right now Jared has a lot of issues Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss can you relate to the problem now my luxury complaint is (laughs) medium walkers there's much to be said about the slow walker people get annoyed at slow walkers and i think we have to understand that that's who they are and i think slow walkers know that's who they are i think they understand i am here to to lallygag is that the right word to lallygag lallygag to chill to saunter to really spread my wings on this walk and that's okay i walk slowly all the time too but I really don't have a problem with those people because if you get caught behind them with a slow walker, you can go to the left, above, and then to the right. Yeah. You can get around a slow walker. It's the medium walkers. It's the people that don't know they are not a fast walker who then try to stay stride for stride with you <laughs> as you try to pass and them. And they queue up to you. Yeah, and it yeah. becomes this... You can tell it becomes, you can tell they're self-conscious. Mm-hmm. They're in their head. They're going, you ain't going to pass me. And it's like, I don't need to have a man off with you. Yeah. I don't need to have a, a feats of walking strength with you. Just let me pass. I am faster than you. That doesn't mean I'm better than you. It doesn't mean that I, like, I, I have something on you. Just let me pass because you are straining your slow, mediocre legs to try and keep up with my high-performing young man <laughs> diesel adrenaline legs. And it's like enough already because this is really a defense of the slow walkers because slow walkers, we get it. You know it. I know it. You stink. You're slow. You're not in a rush to do anything. Good for you. I wish I lived your life. You're owning it more. Own it. Be who you are. And you medium walkers need to understand that you're trying to get somewhere quickly, but not quick enough for me. So get the fuck out of the way and let me pass you. Let me ask you something. Sure. Doesn't happen as often. What about in this city? And I feel like, God bless you. Go! Uh, (laughs) I I think I've encountered this more, uh, more recently. The slanted walkers. The people who aren't keeping any straight line. Let's walk in a line. You're trying to go around them and they're moving into your lane. That should be a ticketable offense. Yes, it should. Because if you can't walk on a straight line, like, like, dude, like, we got to ticket you. Yeah. Do we have lanes on these high? And listen, you become a toddler. We're in America. The right side is for the right is for this way, and we stay to the right. We ain't in England. Stay to the right. Yes. If you're on the opposite side, you're the one that's wrong. Yeah. You do that dance behind them. You're trying to find a way like you're Emmett Smith trying to get to the end zone. <laughs> and it's like going a straight line so that I have the ability to pass you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's also a thing where it's like, fine, be whatever speed you want. Yeah. But you got to stay with your it slow lane or yes. your medium, whatever it is. Keep your lane. Because there's people who are just, just willy nilly just no. walking in every part of the sidewalk. And there ain't enough room. No, there there's ain't not. enough room. No. We don't have enough room for you to, you know, color outside the lines, be your creative special snowflake self. It's and it's really an issue with space. Like know where you are on the earth. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like you're just walking around. You anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. It's just the world's your oyster. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, there's a society going. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Sean, let's go to your complaint. Hit the music. I. Oh. Do I have to sing? Yes. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show. To have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. <laughs> I feel like I'm at some kid's like piano recital. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my complaint, and to make it more general than uh, what we spoke about before, was is in-app deals that aren't really deals. So I'm talking about Uber. In I'm talking app. app. Deals that are not deals. I'm talking about Uber. I'm talking about Seamless. Mm. Seamless is a thing where if you sign up for Seamless Plus, mm -hmm. and then as the sign up, so it's ten dollars a month for Seamless Plus or yeah. DoorDash, whatever, uh, whatever, uh, Mega, whatever it's called, yeah. whatever it's called, and they go, hey, ten dollar free coop, uh, free meal on us mm. when you sign up. But that, when you, you just, sign up, you just paid for that kiss meal. of death. Yeah, hundred percent. When you sign up, this is all the ploy. Yeah, there. What's bothersome about what you're saying, and yeah, Uber's always offering, and and they do it right at the point you're about to click. You're yes. like, they're like, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a ride, and then you gotta go. Ooh, yeah, because it's you like, oh, little, do you want the green one leaf? Month? The green yes. leaf shows up. You go, look at this. A little, yeah. a little, finally, payback for the kid. No. The little guy is getting a couple bucks back. When you sign up. And that's the thing. We are, these tech companies, the, it's the idea that they're counting on you not unsubscribing. Right. They give you one thing. They give you a little, little pebble, give you a little taste, and then they go, we'll get them in to using our app over and over again. So the, we'll give you 10% here. We'll give you 20% there. But we got your credit card information. Yeah, we got you. We got you in. And or we're gonna keep it going on a monthly basis. Or even with the Uber one, which I just did. That's why yeah. I'm, I'm complaining. Is they did a thing where they go, okay, you're getting you're getting uh, uh, twenty percent off on the next three rides, and you're like, all right, and you hit it, and magically, mm. oh, I wonder how. Maybe <laughs> uh, right as you hit that button, the ride price goes up by about thirteen bucks. So your deal is about is barely a deal. It, you're only getting the three percent off that you would have would have tipped anyway or something like that. The you know? issue is how small we are compared to the technology that we've become yeah. in need of. We are dumber than that. We, our phones. Well, yeah. that's the thing. We, we've exchanged... We, the idea that we don't live with... like These mega geniuses know everything we need to do. We are spun upon yes. in this great big world because now we're addicted to this. We're addicted to the easiness, the ease of use. And they're like, oh, you want Amazon? Well... We're going to create a button that makes it so you're a Prime member forever and you don't know how to unsubscribe. Yeah. And, and you see it with emails when you get the spam email and you go and it goes, do you want to unsubscribe? And you have that button in the top of the email it goes unsubscribe. You're yeah. out. And they go, you got to come to this site. Why would you want to leave? And they go, well, I just don't want this. And then they go, okay. Do you want the email once every now and again? No, I want fucking out. I want nothing. I want no I want more contact with you. Yes. I just got a call the other day from Blink Gym. I had no idea I was spending $15 a month on Blink Gym. 
I had you no were, idea. And they never opted me. out. They called me and they go, Hey, I'm just calling all the members. The gym's closing. So we just want to know if you want to like transfer your membership somewhere else. I go, I'm a member. <laughs> I <laughs> had no idea. How long ago were you at Blink Gym? <laughs> Years. <laughs> this is like <laughs> probably giving this fuck because I signed up for one Blink Gym, just a single one because it was in Harlem. It was right near my apartment and I could, it was 15 bucks. So I was like, this is great. But to yeah. un, but the idea that like unsubscribe, I thought you guys were closed for a year. You didn't unsubscribe. That was people? like me with Crunch and they I, I had a year a year uh, membership. Just because I, I like double and triple checked that I'm like, yeah. when this is done, this is done, right? It was like that kind of- they were like, <laughs> the, the idea that they're calling me, they're like, yeah, we're we're locking the doors now. Oh. Um, <laughs> you can't have a membership anymore. It's like, You're what? Like, I didn't even know you existed still. <laughs> You're like, I've been vaccinated since I joined that yeah. gym. <laughs> Sean, thank you for coming on uh, into the Luxury Lounge. We love a complaint. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Send in your Luxury Lounge complaint to JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give us a little sauce. Let us know what it is. Sean's got a podcast, Brand New Jerks. Go, go, go. Follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. We're sponsored, people. Electric e-bikes. The J-Train Podcast is excited to welcome our new sponsor, Electric e-bikes. Regular bikes are great for short rides or paths, you already know. But when you need an extra kick for those unexplored paths, you'll want an e-bike. Now, finally, there's an e-bike made for everyone that starts at just $9.99. Electric e-bikes. Electric e-bikes are affordable, customizable, ship free, fully assembled. Okay, I am looking at my electric e-bike. I love it. I use it all the time. It gets me all around the city. It's beautiful. It came fully assembled. All you had to do, charge it up and ready to go. And I'm like, I, I just love that we're in this new era and with the gas prices, people, in between... Get a little bit of a workout, not too much because it's electric. So this is uh, this is the way of the future. You take those middle rides and turn them into an e-bike ride. It's got a great chassis on the back <laughs> to attach stuff to. That's a good word. I've been waiting chassis. to use that word. A little chassis in the back. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. an old prospector oh, saying, I like the chassis I on the front. I strap in my stuff to the <laughs> chassis and we're ready to go. Electric e-bikes uh, mission is simple. Make e-bikes accessible for everyone. And with bikes starting at just $9.99, that's way less than the competition. And they make things simple. All bikes ship free, pre-assembled, pre-charged. It, so I charge mine after it's sent, but they're pre-charged. You'll be on the road in no time. Cover up to 45 miles at up to 28 miles per hour on just a four to six hour charge. Explore the great outdoors or city while keeping the air clean. Join the affordable e-bike revolution. Go to electricebikes.com. Use code JTRAIN to get a free foldable mountable bike lock with any bike purchase. That's a free bike lock when you use code JTRAIN at L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-E-S.com. Electricebikes.com code JTrain. Let's go to the lounge. Jared, luxury lounge, laundry room lunatics. Oh, God, yes. There needs to be some sense of camaraderie and ground rules of respect for communal apartment building laundry rooms. Perhaps a set amount of time that you can leave things in the machine before someone can take it out. Perhaps a grace period of, say, maybe five minutes. Sometimes I'm taking a shit or something when the timer goes off and need an extra sec, okay? Today I watched someone take all my clothes out 
one minute after the wash went off. I then watched the same guy an hour later take my clothes out of the dryer again one Mm. minute after the timer went off. The worst part, there were three open machines. I so badly want to prop the door on the... I so badly want just want to prop the door on his dryer ever so slightly open so it turns off. This way, when his punctual ass goes down to get his clothes, <laughs> they're still damp and he has to pay an extra two fifty to run the machine again. What do you think? Gotta wear wet jeans. Give it to him. Yeah, wet jeans the, will get the, you. That'll get you. Yeah, uh, I a hundred percent agree with this, and I'll Absolutely. tell you also. I can I can I can add to that. Please. Also, there should be a limit on how many machines you can use. Oh, you know, not even that. If you have actual full laundry. I got to fill it up. Fill up the machine. Fill up the machine. You get two that could be half full. Yes, absolutely. If you go to the third, you better have two other full. The third has to be full to use a third to me. I was in a building once that had a bunch of machines. This guy would use two foolish machines, fine. Mm. Then two for one had a a, a swimsuit and the other had a pair of sneakers in there. Yeah, doing their their others. No, 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 no. no, no. So this happened recently. I, we have a communal washer dryer situation here. First of all, when someone else takes your clothes out, you feel violated. It, 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 it is weird. Is, it's weird. You, yeah, I don't want your hands all over my stuff. You're coming down with dirty hands. First of all, because you're bringing your dirty clothes out, so you just touched your dirty clothes to transfer them down. So you are now in the unclean zone. <laughs> I don't want you touching my stuff, especially when it's wet. It feels like it's like more transferable. Yeah, it's just it feels very picking up more naked. DNA. I had this happen where, and listen. If there is two items in there, I do understand taking out the two items. When it's a full one, you shouldn't be allowed to take it out. No. I have a few ideas. The one, well, here's the story. I go down, I put a t-shirt, so I had a, I got a new t-shirt that was like tie-dyed, and in the instructions it said the first time you wash, wash it alone. So I washed it alone, but I washed it with a white t-shirt that had a stain on it. So I figured, get the stain out, I'll put it in these two shirts, put it in. I come down and... I come down right on time. I have the timer set. And there's a woman in in the wash. The same one I use. I go, excuse me, were there two shirts in there? And she goes, no. I go, <laughs> I go I'm not accusing you. But I just used that. And I, I'm like here on time. She goes, there's nothing in there. I go, can you go through it? Do you mind? She goes, oh, yeah. She like, kind of goes through it. She doesn't believe me. At this point, she's going, you're stupid. You're a stupid fucking idiot. No, I don't believe it. Wow. That's what she's saying. Because she goes, goes, no, it's not here. How about this? You're my neighbor. Can you you warm it up a little bit? I I go, so there's not two shirts. She goes, no. I go, at this point, I don't know what else to do. Like, I've I've said my piece. I go, I guess the shirts are gone. Did you start to question your sanity? Did I put those in? I go, what is going on? So I leave. Two days later. The woman chases me outside of the apartment. She goes, oh my God, I've been looking for you. I go, yeah. She goes, your shirts. I have your shirts. <laughs> and, and I go, well, thank you. I go, I, I knew I put them in there. She goes, I'm so sorry. And she was apologetic. I needed more of an apology though. I needed her to go, I'm a stupid fucking idiot. Yeah. I, I, uh, the way I acted, it was just, sorry, can I drop them off? And she dropped them off. She has to say the words, I'm such an idiot. They were in there. Uh, they were and in I, the, yeah. We need to redo the story. You know what she was? She was a bad machine checker. Yes. I mean, she went through. Some people are just willy-nilly. They just go down and they chuck the stuff right in the machine. But like, I do the twirl. You got to do the twirl. You uh, know, when, totally. When I'm beginning and when I'm ending. Yep. Twirl. See if there's anything in there. Here's the other thing. It's the machine's fault. 
The machine should have another countdown clock start the minute it ends. You should, the, on the machine, it says 34 minutes. The minute it gets to zero, it now counts up. For how long it's been sitting there? How long it's been sitting That's there. That's a smart idea. It counts up. Once it gets to 10 minutes, it doesn't buzz, but it flashes. Yeah. Flashes in red and lets you know now it is okay to touch this person's shit. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes. I think that's fair. 10 minutes, that's 10 fair. 10-minute grace period is fair. 10-minute grace. Yes. yes, 100%. And at that point, 10 minutes, I want you taking myself out. Yes. I don't want to be in the way. And then you'll be the one going, so sorry. So sorry. I got caught up. I was taking a shit. I was doing whatever. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Total apologies. I, yeah, I'll, I'll, let me pay for your kid's college. It's over. Right, 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 right. Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Ooh, do I love the sponsor. Daily Harvest. When your fridge is empty, the urge to order in and skip the cooking happens all too often. You know how that is. Yes. You get to the fridge, you got nothing there, and you go, ah, fuck it. No. Yeah. Daily Harvest is here to help. Thanks to Daily Harvest, my freezer is fully stocked with delicious nourishing options that are delivered right to my door and are ready in minutes. Daily Harvest has delicious options for every meal and snacks and desserts. I love that they have smoothies. They have, it's just quite a catalog. And you know what I love about Daily Harvest is the key to being healthy, scheduling. What am I eating today? If you know what you're eating today in the morning, you're a healthier person at night. I promise you. And, th- and this is my strategy. It might work for you, but I'm pretty positive it's going to work for you. Because with Daily Harvest, you go, that's dinner, that's lunch, that's snack, and I'm out. There's no, well, maybe I'll go here. Maybe I'll do this. May- the maybe I'll do this turns into, yeah, I'll get an app. I'll get a fry. I'll get a burger. No, Daily Harvest is going to keep you going. And you know how hard it is to shop for one person, two people? You're throwing away a, a lot of uh, food waste. True. Daily Harvest, I've never had to question the food I'm eating is good for me. And by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil and delivering food in recyclable compost, composting packaging, Daily Harvest does the work, so all you have to do is eat. So you can feel good about what you're doing. Avoid takeout temptation and get Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash JTrain to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash JTrain for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash J Train. Here with Sean Donnelly at Shawnee Time on Instagram. Brand new jerks. That's the podcast. Go listen now. Here's what I say about a podcast. Add it to the Rolodex. Add it to your queue because you'll be on a flight. You'll go, ah, I've had enough of Jared. I've had enough of Jared. I get it. <laughs> uh, you, you had enough. You're done. You're done with me for a minute. You're going to take a, you're gonna, oh, I, gotta, I need something else. I don't want to hear about people's issues. I don't want to hear about, oh, I got brand new jerks. There you go. Absolutely. Never without. Luxury Lounge. Overzealous barista. J-Train. Love all your, all your podcasts. You've helped me with my dating life before, and now I have a luxury complaint for you. I started a new job six months ago, and at my workplace, there's a coffee shop, not a Starbucks, where I get a medium black coffee every morning. This should be easy. Yes. Medium black? Good. Yeah. After a few months in the barista, after a few months, the barista now knows my order and has my coffee ready while I'm in line. Ooh. That sounds great. Beautiful. Yeah. I don't know what could go wrong. Right. Or if there's no line, she'll say medium black. Love that. Yeah. Love walking yeah. in. Everybody wants to be wanted. I want to be medium black. Yeah. Medium black. <laughs> <laughs> You're a regular. Yeah. I, I love being a regular. I love it. I'm a regular at two coffee shops. Uh, are you really? Right in the area. Yeah, that's a lot of coffee. Uh, <laughs> I spread myself around. 
I've spread a lot of coffee. I spread myself around, and I've mentioned it here on this podcast. It's like a very there's like a there's a Hamptons one and there's a Vermont one. Okay, <laughs> two types of rich clothing? coffee places. <laughs> two types of rich. That's very one eats granola, one one doesn't. One, one is Hamptons. <laughs> one's oysters, one's granola. Exactly. One will never admit they're rich. Right, one right. knows they're rich, but right, doesn't want to right. talk about money. One Subarus versus Mercedes, this or is, or, or what would it be? A BMW, whatever. Yeah, it is. You're yeah. exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I spread myself around, and I'm regular as a boat. I've become a regular as a boat. Yeah, I'm, I'm recognized. Okay, probably amazing coffee. Both have great coffee. Yeah, they both yeah. are. They're both great, great, great. But there's. When I get breakfast, when I get my espresso, they have different reasons for me. See, I love this. I'm a new coffee. I've been drinking coffee two years, oh, and, so I'm, and I'm a black coffee drinker. Coffee is the best, like, activity. Yes, I love it. Zero calories. Yep. Like, if you really, like, not a lot of calories, good place to sit. You can, you can like, spread your legs out. You can really put your brain. I talk about why do people listen to a podcast. Put your brain on the shelf. Let someone else take the wheels. That's what a coffee shop visit is to me. I got into coffee later in life. I don't think it's later. College, when I was abroad in, later -ish, in Florence. Yeah. I did a study abroad in Florence, and I just loved coffee piazza culture. Yeah. Like, I just love the whole experience. Having, a, like, a fizzy uh, fizzy water. Like, this is all good That's stuff. That's what I do. I do, yeah, sell turn of coffee. Okay, medium black. Okay. Or if there's no line, she'll say medium black and goes to pour my coffee before I even open my mouth to say good morning. This seems like excellent service, but occasionally I want a latte or an iced coffee. I totally agree. This is the hardest part. Now I can never order anything else because I feel bad that you've already poured my coffee. Even milk and sugar are behind the counter and you have to request it to be added by the barista when you order and not after they serve you the drink. That's brutal. I feel bad saying anything because she seems happy remembering my order and lately has been making small talk and asking how my week is going. I don't want her to feel unappreciated. What would you do in this situation? Thanks. I'd like a latte once in a while. I hear this person. I have this exact issue. I'll tell you right now, perfect listener for... Brand new jerks. That's oh. a people pleaser situation right That's there. That's a people pleaser. That's actually a jerk. That's a jerk of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so do you you understand this situation? Yeah, I totally get it. I do. I feel for her because mm. I've been in those same situations. Uh, it's with alcoholic drinks at bars. Yes. <laughs> where I show up and they pour my alcohol. And I Here go, actually, go. I was going to get a thing. Well, this happened all weekend. I'm opening for Burke Kreischer. Yeah. It's midday. People, all of a sudden, the waiter would come up. Happy face. Ah, did someone? We, this happened at multiple well, Bert, locations. Bert, everybody knows. Everyone Bert knows Bert Kreischer. Yeah. Bert's the machine. Bert's a good time. Bert's fun. I've had this issue myself too with uh, people that know I'm a fun guy and like to go out and drink. Let me get you that drink. Let yeah. me get you that beer. And it, so it's, but it would be noon. We're out for lunch, and you, all of a sudden, these people, uh, the waiter would come up like he was bringing. The most, like, the party is here. Yeah, And yeah, he's yeah. like, ah, did somebody order shots? And, and like a story. The whole table, like, of, like it's Bert, you know, Bert's whole crew. We all go out together. And the whole table just looks over at this guy who's like, and you could smell tequila in the air. And we're just like, and all of us are just like sick to our stomachs. We've been boozing the whole time. We've been time. boozing yeah. at night. We yeah. have our own schedule. We don't go out. You know, you know, when you do a comedy show, it is a full body experience. So I don't, I don't drink day drink. I don't day drink before a show. I don't day drink. I've day drunk before shows. I'll have like one beer and then yeah. I'm like, I'm, am I getting a nap? Yeah. Am yes. I getting you? you because you got to do an hour on stage. You got to be zoned in. I will have a drink. As I'm a going on at the second late show. That's like when I'll have a drink. 
and that is even a lot. Yeah. And it's usually like a sip or two. And then after, I'll have a drink. So this waiter comes over to the whole table. It's a, it's a you know set eight of us. And he's like, who want, who ordered shots? And all of us are like, and you could see right away how disappointed he was by our reaction. Because <laughs> And then he goes, what? He go, and we go, we didn't order those. He goes, those people over there. And then we look over, and it was always the same type of dude. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah. it just looks over, he's like, <laughs> like so excited so excited all he wants to do is buy Bert the machine a drink so what do you guys do in that situation we go thank you so much of course and they just kind of sat there yeah and we're just sitting there with like smelly tequilas yeah, it's brutal uh, it's brutal and another time someone sent um Long Island does his tea holy cow and we're like See, that's everyone probably at the table's going I haven't drank Long Island tea since like fucking <laughs> 20 on a fake ID. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's car bombs. There's and, car bombs and next time. Nothing is more miserable than someone turning down a free drink. And it's like, I do it all the time. I'm like, hey, man, I really appreciate it, but they got me. They, get, they go, no, no, I want to buy it. And you go, yeah, I've done that. They got me. I, yeah. I, I, and I they don't almost don't believe you sometimes. Yeah, they don't believe They're like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. I got it. And you're like, no, literally, I pay nothing for these drinks. This also happens to me at my local, one of my coffee places. So when I, there's one coffee place I get breakfast and there's another place I get coffee. So I go to this, the place I get breakfast, I get a large black iced tea. Sometimes I don't want the black iced tea. Sometimes I got water with me. It's yeah. a big iced tea. Yeah, it's hard to like switch and, up. And so I sometimes I walk in, they're already filling up the cup with ice. They're already pouring the iced tea. Got your iced tea. What else do you need? You want the eggs? And I'm like, you can't go back. So what does this woman do? What she? I think you just have to be a little bit. You have to be or contrite. This person, I don't know. The person, the, yeah, yeah, I don't it's know. A woman, but uh, I think you have to be contrite, and you have to go. Ah, actually, thank you so much, but I am. I'm going to go for the latte today. And, yeah. and honestly, because what she's doing is she's assuming the reaction is that what? She gets no more regular treatment at the coffee shop. She gets a scowl from the person. I don't even think that would happen. No, probably, she's a pain in the ass is what she's afraid of being. We're afraid of being. But yeah. I think, you know, I, I think if somebody does that and makes that assumption and people, I think uh, the, the, the barista might have the mindset, hey, you have the right to switch up. Like it happens. Because I guarantee you that situation happens all the time. Here's what, sa here's what saves her. It's a medium black. Medium yeah, black, yeah. They put it right back in. They, they throw it back in. They'll throw it away. They, the medium black coffee is probably two cents. Yes, it probably costs them two cents. Yeah, you're not. It's not like it's yeah. coming out of her wages. You know, it's not like it's. Hey, Good point. thank you. So hey, thank you so much. So let's let's remember the cost of things. Right. We have to remember if it was a hundred dollar latte. You know, if she's making the seventeen dollar latte, assuming it. I think we have a different story. Yes. Because it's a medium black. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> with, the, hey, with, the, with the gold flakes inside? <laughs> yeah, the gold flake latte. So if the gold schlager if, latte. If she goes, hey, thank you so much. I'm going to do a switcheroo. I know. And make it a joke. Just be like, it's a big day for me. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. a latte. Yes. I'm yes. so sorry. You can do like a friendly and then, thing. And then, and then maybe they'll, and now medium black turns into... We doing the medium black again? Now they'll, it's going to take one to get them to pump fake. Yeah. So you got to get through this awkward time to get to the pump fake of, we medium blacking? Yeah. You know. But you didn't lose your friend. You didn't no. lose your regular status by, by switching it at once. People do it. But you're right about the cost of it. Because like it costs, it's like a soda at a, 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 a it's restaurant. It's a movie a, theater. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like, popcorn it's of the no movie. Money. It's, it's Someone told me, I, I went and visited a friend of mine, works for a uh, major league team. Yeah. One of the teams. And he was saying, you should, and I saw the popcorn bags. The popcorn bags were as big as this fucking studio. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah, the, nobody's Federation counting kernels. Yeah, and yeah. and they go, I go, 
I go, wow, those are huge pockets. He goes, you wouldn't believe. He goes, that big thing, 50 cents. He was like, no. The, the, like the popcorn is the biggest money maker at these stadiums. Like, yeah. and, and it came, and I, it was pre-made, sent to them in a bag. The tubs light. probably cost more. Absolutely. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Sean Donnelly at Shawnee Time. Go follow Brand New Jerks. That's the podcast every Thursday. Jerk of the Week. What's more fun than calling people jerks? I love yeah, it. Absolutely. We're sponsored, people. J Train Podcast is sponsored by Pendulum. A healthy gut microbiome is key to a healthy lifestyle. And now we're learning about the connection between your gut microbiome health and type 2 diabetes. Pendulum Therapeutics is the first and only biotech company to isolate an important beneficial bacterial strain, Acromancia, and put that strain into a probiotic capsule. Pendulum Glucose Control is the first and only medical probiotic that's designed with clinically shown efficacy to manage A1C and blood glucose levels through the health of your microbiome. Pendulum is formulated and bottled in the U.S. with the highest safety and quality standards and non-GMO project verified. This is great. Talk, take care of your long-term health. Get the probiotic rooted in the latest microbiome science from Pendulum. Visit PendulumLife.com. Use code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN for 20% off your first month of membership. That's P-N-D-U-L-U-M-L-I-F-E.com. Promo code JTRAIN for 20% off your first month of membership. People, let's go back to the lounge. Luxury lounge. Shrimp tails. Jared and esteemed guests, I have a thousand air complaint for you. Restaurants that leave the shrimp tail on in pasta dishes. It is not only inconvenient to have to fish the shrimp out of the pasta so I can take the tail off. I now look like a slob eating ribs or sunflower seeds as I spit the shrimp tail out. You've taken a weird... <laughs> road <laughs> to and, eating the I, I, I don't think you have to no. spit the tail no. out <laughs> I don't think so either listen I know we're in the lounge but we can there's an adjustment to be made <laughs> like are you eating it like cartoons eat the fish where they go <laughs> the sardines yeah the bone, like, comes, the bone out. comes out <laughs> like is that how you eat the shrimp wait so is but isn't the shrimp on a lot? Because I don't get shrimp with pasta. Isn't it on top a lot of the time? It's on top a lot. I, I hear their complaint. Not to not to judge oh, them for coming no, loud. Oh, not at all. It's no, it per, sounds. It's perfectly reasonable. I, I guess restaurants it. want to give the vibe that we're eating fresh food. But I live in the Midwest. We all know this isn't fresh catch of the day here. <laughs> Drop the facade and please just take the tails off the shrimp after you thaw them, so we can just enjoy our food. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds awful. That, that is like almost like a quasi leaving bones in chicken or something, or a chicken yeah. dish or something like that, or by accident. It, it, you know, you don't want the. It's a texture thing. You don't want that hardness factor in your pasta, especially if the pasta is al dente. You're really yes. trying to get some good pasta. Throwing something like a foreign object in, in there like that is no good. She, they are right. I don't know if it's a guy I, or a girl, but I, but it's they're right. But I also don't know. I don't know what you would do. I don't know what you would do. Let me come clean about something right now. Oh, okay. I eat the tails. Oh, see, I didn't know you could. See, I'm not a big shrimp guy. I am a huge shrimp guy. Shrimp, fruit of the sea, delicious. Shrimp is the best. But I only eat the tails depending on the size. Like if it's if the tail is cooked with it and it's the small size, it's kind of a nice crunchy dish. And you know why I started that? Japanese steakhouses. When you go to a Japanese steakhouse, they cut off the tail and then they'll do popcorn. They call it Japanese popcorn and they'll try and throw the tail and hit it in your mouth. <laughs> so I love Japanese uh, steakhouses so much 
But let me ask you this though. Go. Are you doing it on just a strictly shrimp, di- like just shrimp with the tails, and you're eating it as a nice little accent at the end? Or have you ever done it when you, have you ever had a pasta shrimp dish? See, and then done it there. I've done it. The there, pasta is kind of the mitigating factor. I know, here. and sometimes the the tail is too big. Like if you're getting a big chunky shrimp, you like you want to, but that's an easier tail to take off. To me, my advice, and the problem with the tail being left on is if you use your fork and knife, and I do understand, if they're eating the shrimp whole and then spitting out the tail as they put it, which is an insane way to eat the shrimp. Let me just start with it. Yeah. To eat the whole thing, go. What are you, 90? Like, yeah. Spit out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you're doing yeah. this wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do lose that little piece of meat that's in the tail. So when you take off the tail, to me the more disgusting thing is that you have to you're put in a position at a nice restaurant to use your hand to like squeeze out that little extra piece of meat. Yeah. What I do, you take the fork and knife and you do a little bit of surgery. You cut sideways so that the shrimp so that you can fold off the sides of the tail. Uh that makes sense. I feel it like makes that's, sense. That's, I, I feel like that's a very uh, that's a classy way to do it. It's as classy as it gets. Yeah. I don't think, I mean picking it up after dish, you don't want to do that. No. Podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Sean Donnelly at Shawnee Time on Instagram Luxury Lounge Pets in Strollers Long Ooh, time Ooh baby This is a goodie Yeah this is This is an NYC thing you see every day Long time listener on all your shows Being a native New York uh, New Yorker there are plenty of complaints I have simply from walking down the streets one that really gets me steamed on many levels is the trend of people walking with their pets in strollers. I believe that these strollers were organic. I believe that these strollers were originally manufactured to help aging animals. Oh, so these are made for pets. Yes, they have them made for pets. But it's became, become an opportunity for people to play parenting. As this trend has become more popular, I've noticed that there are now diaper bags hanging off the handle and dog toys in the basket. It seems to be getting more and more insane as I notice the mainly dogs wearing full-on clothing outfits while being wheeled around in their carriages. Recently, I was approaching one and I peeked in just to see a turtle inside. Uh, No. Nope. No. I'm taking the turtle for a walk. I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. No way. It's... It is... Upsetting to see an animal living better than you. <laughs> well, not even just that. It's also when uh, it's upsetting to see somebody treating an animal with a luxury type behavior mm. that is actually detrimental to the animal. You make the animal worse off. They can't work. They're not working they're not out. Wor- they're not walking. They're going to be. They're, they're going to become little balls of mush. If, if, yeah. If not, you know. Well, it's, it's not like tiny dogs in these things. Here's who I blame in the dog situation. It's not the person that puts the sweater on the dog. It was the first person to do it. The second person is, there's a patient zero with these things. That's the craziest person yeah. alive. Yeah. Is, is not the person who does it now. Now you put the sweater on the dog. They make the sweaters for dogs. They're out there. You're not crazy. And I will say that. I, I saw someone else do it. It was cute. It's the first person that was like, no, you're walking too much, Rufus. Yeah. I got to put you in the carriage. You're getting too tired. What did he say that to you? Did the dog look at you and go, hey, I want to take a walk, but I just want to get some fresh air. I don't want to get my legs too tired. Like, I do think, I, I think they kind of nailed it where they said, I, I know it started off for elderly dogs. I get that part of it. Mm. And also the sweaters, which I agree with. Whoever the first person that was like, I think it just looks good. Forget, forget you. But I mean, 
Uh, my dog would have like they had these things called thunder jackets for dogs yes. that makes them get uh, feel better during lightning storms mm-hmm. and th- lightning and thunderstorms, right? And even my dog Rickles back in the day used to even hate the Velcro on the thunder jacket and run away from that. <laughs> so we got Rickles a sweater, and that was just a soft thing it we took put on the place him, of took the, the place thunder, of the thunder jacket. jacket. But that's the only time we would do but it. Here's the or thing. if it was super it's, cold it's after all, we already had it. It's all about vanity. It's the owner's it's, vanity because yeah. you took Rickles out, your dog, you took the dog out in the sweater and you did it for a reason. Yes. It was a thunderstorm. You want to make sure your dog is not freaking out because you want to get to sleep. So then you bring it outside and someone goes, oh my God. Yeah, look how cute they look in the sweater. It becomes an addiction. Yeah, it's like getting an Instagram like. At yeah, a that's, that's point. exactly what it is. So these people, it's an Instagramable are, mindset. You peeked your head in. They love it. Yeah, they. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a turtle. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure a hundred people go. You got a turtle in a carriage? Come here. I gotta take a picture. Yeah. Now they're a celebrity. Yeah. And it's like this is what makes you. This is what you. This is what your life has led you to. It's a new pizza rat, but in a worse way. Podcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com title your email luxury lounge then let us know what you're talking about so this next one luxury lounge homemade gifts Jared I love all your content and I've told all my friends to follow my luxury complaint is that my boyfriend is a carpenter slash woodworker we share this hobby but he is more skilled than me and can make some really beautiful stuff however because he can make things himself he doesn't like to buy gifts for people when he can make them ooh he feels homemade gifts are more meaningful and personal. Ooh, I appreciate this sentiment. And he is a very sweet and thoughtful person, but his gifting habit can be impractical. He is very detail-oriented and his projects always take too much. Or He is very detail-oriented and his projects always take much longer than he anticipates. He is already a very busy person and many times he never actually gets around to making someone a gift and ends up not getting them anything by default. Mm. That's a bad look. Also, oh, sorry. You know, you know your intentions don't mean much to people. No. Unfortunately, this gift-giving policy also applies to me. Mm-mm. And while I love his homemade gifts and they are truly very nice things, sometimes I'd like a gift that isn't made out of wood. Or is- <laughs> 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 Thank you for this charcuterie board. Thank you for this arc. I don't know what yeah. to do with it. Also, real quick. <laughs> it doesn't cease to be personal a personal gift after the 40th one. Yeah, Aren't yeah, you yeah. just Ikea at that point? Yes. <laughs> or isn't something that I could make myself and is preferably not gifted months or years after it's supposed to be? Yeah. Here's your seven, you know, your 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 30th birthday gift. I'm 34. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for this. <laughs> well, I had to, I had to travel o- to the islands to get a <laughs> specific wood to make it. Uh, what do you think? This is horrible. I don't want a homemade gift. I want gifts that improve my life. Yeah. Like, 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 or something that you know me, like you know, like you like something that you're like, oh my god, this is so me. There is nothing more disappointing than a gift that doesn't add up to you. Like I, I remember I got something like, and you, because you have to fake it. You have to go, oh my god, it's wonderful, and then you have to like use it at least once, and yeah. you're like, I, and the whole time you're using it, all you're doing is going, do they even fucking know me? Do they even love me? Do they even care about me? What were they thinking? And, and it's like. You know this homemade shit. Yeah, the and home- also he can't make an a new iPhone. You know, like there are gifts that could improve this person's life. Like this person could get something from them that they could use on a daily basis. You know, sneakers. Oh man, I really need new sneakers. And if someone gives them to you, you go, "Wow, that's huge." You took a part of my life that I needed. Yeah, it gets to a certain point where he's just cheap. 
Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like it's, well, it's, it's also just cheap and also you're not you're artisan this, after a while. You're doing this for you. Yeah. This yeah. this it's, is about your hobby. Yes, not that's me. exactly. You want yeah, and which is kind of even even shittier because what you're doing is you're making somebody else's birthday about you. Yes, and look at what so and so made. You know, put your you know the, it's a version of putting it on the fridge and showing everyone you got an A plus. It is, and the also here's the part I get offended by. Saying it's more personal. It's a better gift. No, no, no. It's it's an equal gift. It is not more personal. It's just as personal to go somewhere and go, I thought of Sean. Yeah. That's just as yeah. personal to go, oh my God, Sean has been talking about how he needs a new sweatshirt and he loves the Mets and I saw this Mets sweatshirt that's an old school, old logo thing and wow, I'm going to get... That is just as thoughtful as you whittling a fucking book rack together. Yes, it is. Not everybody can build shit. No. <laughs> it's show-off move. It, it totally is. And after a while, it's less of an effort for you. Like, say it's something on the smaller side. That's less of an effort for you than you going to the store and thinking of something else besides... Because this guy obviously has tons of wood. You know what I'm saying? He's got a like, lot of wood. Yeah. So it's like, hey, wouldn't it be more of an effort, more of a thought <laughs> for you to drive your car to a store and go, let me think about what would, would fit this person Doing even more. something outside of your normal thing yeah, your is yeah. the thoughtfulness. Yes, 100%. JTrainPodcast.com. Here's Sean Donnelly at Shawnee Time. Family vacation. All kids, no drinks. Jared, every summer I'm forced to go to Ocean City, Maryland with my husband's family for a week. They own a condo there. So it's essentially a free vacation. Now to my complaint. The MO of this trip is to spend the days on the beach with the kids. That's my daughter and son, my two nieces and one nephew, plus my in-laws and sister and brother-in-law. None of them drink on the beach. That's the best time to have a drink. Yeah, it's nice. Which is a huge bummer for me. First of all, it's vacation. I'd like to get my drink on. Second of all, our days revolve around entertaining a bunch of young kids, which I would love to have the assistance of a vodka seltzer or two to get through. (laughs) This has been an ongoing occurrence since I've married into the family. I'm starting to feel extreme for wanting to pack a few cocktails in my cooler when we head to the beach. Am I going to look like a party animal bad mom if I have a drink before lunch on our family vacation? Love you, but can we provide some much-needed lubrication of this situation? Sean, this is horrific. I'd get a divorce. (laughs) I think I'm out. (laughs) I think I know what could help. All she needs... A partner in crime. You need one. Just one. You need one drinking buddy. You are absolutely right. And because she what she can't do is hide a little vodka in her OJ before they head to the beach. Totally. That is alcoholic move. Yes. The way you get out of alcoholic moves is by having one partner in crime that goes, Of course we're gonna have a drink at the beach. And I bet you that would happen i bet you she could find at least one person her age her husband or, yeah where the fuck is her yeah, husband her husband yeah her husband doesn't say like you know like doesn't the husband want to have a drink at the beach right. doesn't he want to like have a vodka soda doesn't he want to have the sexiness of you and him having this little secret drink while the kids run off in the ocean touching each other yeah. on the chairs doesn't make it more exciting? in a bathing suit yeah. like to me there's an issue with the marriage yeah, that probably let's, is. You know, let's talk about the marriage I thought these you- two need to be on the same page and like Again, if we want to extend it out, maybe it's the the wife or husband of the person that, you know, you said there's nieces and nephews. Where are they in this situation? Right. They don't want to drink. They right. don't want to have a little sauce. I thought you were going to say that, that 
the drinks aren't allowed on those trips because all the kids are there. It just doesn't feel like she needs Like it's like a rule or something. She needs to find the second biggest drinker to her because she's you she know, must be the biggest drinker she's yeah. got to be the she's Mid- the party possibly, animal but sometimes not well you got you got to infect the group yeah you got to go and it could be anybody there's someone in there that is your inside man and all they have to do even easier than this than the one person they all they got to do is bring one drink they, one drink all they have to do is have one drink with you and then you're that that doorway is open you gotta that open it that gateway gotta, is open you can drink a, the whole freaking afternoon that's right <laughs> I, I, you're right because it starts with one yeah so it's like um, you know how do you present it I think when you're packing up I think you gotta I think there's gotta be a side text to whoever listen if it's your husband hey let's have a couple of drinks at the beach yeah. you gotta propose it how this hasn't happened, you're right. There was probably deeper issues. There's something, hey, you want to have a couple of drinks at the beach? And they'll go, what are you talking about? And you go, I think I want to party today. That's hot. You yeah. should say that to your husband. I think this is a big move for your marriage. I think you say to your husband, hey, the kids are of age, are, are old enough to you know be okay with yeah, the play drunk. with themselves in the water and yeah, yeah well, to go play, uh, yeah, do whatever other, they're yeah. doing you know and we can have a couple drinks on the beach when it gets a little hot i'm gonna pack something do you want in that's a good way to present it yeah i'm gonna pack something would you want in on a little special of mama's sauce <laughs> or even if like hey we should have a drink at the beach let's just have a drink at the beach and then you yeah. bring three four if, for you and yeah, then one yeah. for the husband I got a special thermos. Call it a special. Yeah. I think if you call it, make it a special, and you like a you, playful joke. You need to be the yeah. opening for people because I'm sure there's other people. You know, you've been married to this person for a long time. I'm sure if there's a younger married couple with younger kids, they don't feel comfortable, and it might be the mother-in-law. Maybe the mother-in-law. You go, hey, you want to drink at the beach with me? Yeah, that's the way you guys connect. Yeah, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com title of luxury lounge give us a little sauce Shelby we got time for two more one more what do we got time for two more let's do it luxury lounge failed fade Ooh, Jared I recently made a day of appointment at the salon by my apartment I've been to the salon quite a few times and they usually do a really good job but my stylist was in a huge rush and totally screwed up my haircut I have pretty I have pretty standard guy hair, a little shorter on the sides and a little longer on top. Nothing crazy. I get that bad haircut. I get that bad haircuts can happen and hair will always grow back. But when I called and asked for an appointment, they should have told me no. Instead, my stylist was literally rushing through the whole thing and it made me feel like it would be an inconvenience if I asked her to fix anything. Thanks for letting me complain. Much appreciated. Thank you. I totally agree with this complaint. Yeah. Don't rush my haircut. And also, isn't that what that whole business is based on? They're like, hey, I got somebody. They, they, they it's appointment usually, based. You know yeah. how long it takes. Yeah, yeah. The idea that a guy calls and is like, hey, you got time for a haircut? And they go, yeah, sure. And then they go, come on, I got to go to my kid's yeah, recital. Like, what? customer service, yeah. I don't want to be... I. The whole haircut process, we got... I, I, what, my biggest bother of what they do is they make it your problem. They go, because what they're saying at the end of this, they go, I didn't want to ask for fixes because they seemed in a rush. But they do that thing at the end of the haircut where they go, how's it look to you? And yeah. I go, no, 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 no. You tell me. <laughs> well, You're the artist. The this is an artist. This, yeah, isn't, yeah. this isn't the number one at McDonald's. This is artistry. This yeah. isn't mechanical. You're an artist. You're an artisan. You have trained. You are someone. I, like, 
What are you doing? They go, what are we doing here? What do you usually do? No, no, no. What do you think I should do? Give me some, give me some thoughts. Pitch me. Yeah. So they, there should be a, that bothers me so much. There should be a salon. There should be a haircut place called Pitch Me where they pitch you the haircut you should have. None of us know what we're doing. <laughs> None of us know how we look. And it has to be. It's like Shark Tank, but for haircuts? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You pitch me the do I should be doing. <laughs> yeah. I think this looks good. What the fuck do I know? I've got like, 37 years with this haircut. Shouldn't I know if they go, no, we're shaving the head. Somebody we're going full whiffle. One of the barbers is like, I think you should get uh, dreads. You're like, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> Some white guy dreads. Yeah, no, white no, no, guy no, dreads. No, I'm out. I appreciate you, <laughs> but for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, are they saying... I know I, I don't listen to ska music. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Are they saying that they want to do something about it to be like, hey guys, like they want to say something to them? I just they? don't like that the barbers of the world have seemingly outsource any responsibility to the customer. Because they're saying on the way out, I felt bad about it. Because they go to you. This person, they said, are you okay? Does this look good to you? Then they put the mirror behind. They put the mirror in front. And what do you say every time? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You, what, what else? Very rarely will I go a little more off the top. They have you in a chair with razors three feet away. Yeah. No. What else are you going to say? <laughs> but also the... We uh, in Long Island growing up, there was a, ha- a haircutting place in Franklin Square. This guy Elvis would cut people's hair mm. drunk. He would cut people's hair full on drunk. And one time he cut like a giant like hole in this kid's back of his oh head. Oh my like, god! Like a big mark, and the kids still paid for the. Haircut. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> we almost agree that every haircut's going to be good before we even get the haircut. I, the, the haircut place, I think that should be open. You come in, three barbers are standing there. One goes, I got, I'm going to put you in this. They start, each barber presents to you what haircut style they think would look best on you. Then you choose. Then you guys come up with a price together based on how well they did. Well, I think that's why the barber has become more of a personal relationship. So this must have been like something that happened to the, him at his regular, regular yeah. place, right? Like, so he's like, hey, I've been going to you guys. What the hell? Like, what's yeah, your deal? I, I, Which he's totally right. So he doesn't want to stop going there, but he wants to make sure... I think he could probably say something next time he goes Here's in. what I would do the next time I'm going in. Very passive aggressive, but I would go in. i go, hey, you got time for a haircut? And they go, yep. I go, what time? They give me the time. I show up. I go, you sure you got the time? Yeah. You sure? I don't think that's that passive aggressive. I think that's, I just want to make sure you got the time because I don't want to rush. Like I can come back later. Yeah. yeah, I don't want, I don't want you rushing on this. This is the money maker. You can make, you know, make a joke. Yeah, make a joke. Yeah. gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're doing. Let's do one more email. Sean Donnelly, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to this have you on. This has been a, quite a blast. At Shawnee Time on Instagram. New bat, the, the new jerks. Brand new jerks. Brand new jerks. Brand, I got it right the whole time. Then I fucked up the end. Brand <laughs> new jerks. <laughs> Brand new jerks. You can get it on, uh, we have a YouTube, we TikTok. You got the episodes on e- anywhere you get podcasts. Yeah. A multimedia empire, brand new jerks. <laughs> Taking over. Mini treadmill. Luxury lounge, mini treadmill, feather, feather. I've been working from home and I'm trying to find a way to be a bit more active. So I decided to invest in a small treadmill to walk in my home office while I'm working. So it finally came in the mail with a huge gash in the box. And as I opened it up, there was a hole in one of the parts and the dirt was swishing around in it. It almost sounded like sand. So I opened it up. Dirt falls all over my floor from this treadmill. So I reach out to customer service and they ask if I can return it in store or ship it back. I can't ship it back because of the giant hole it came in. Uh, it came in, 
and I can't carry a treadmill to my car, nor will it fit. Or lug a whole heavy treadmill all the way into the store just because it came damaged. Why is it my fault this came damaged? Now I have to go out of my way to either get a treadmill-sized box and find a way to ship it, or find a way to get it to my car and into the store. Sincerely, this is not how I wanted an elevated heart rate. Wow. Horrible. This is when uh, Yelp actually makes sense. Mm. When like customer reviews. Yes. Actually, this is when that should be used and should hurt the business. Because they should have been like, if you if you have a treadmill business or a sports equipment business mm. or whatever you want to call it, exercise equipment, you should understand. Yeah, yeah, we get it. It's a a three hundred pound piece of equipment. We will yeah. get our delivery guy to come with the box truck and come grab it for you, and he'll bring the new one. You have to give me a way out if you give me the way in. Yes, this is not this relationship is not over at delivered. It is over at set up and ready to go in my apartment. Especially nowadays, where Absolutely. everything is so like customer friendly, and everybody's so worried about like their reputations being destroyed. I would call the company right now and be like, I need a new box. Send yes. me a box at your cost. Not even send me a- I don't have a box to put this in. Yeah. There's a huge hole in the box. I have a hole in the box. I need you to send me a box, and then I will send it back. But I will not send it back until I get a new box. And they don't have treadmill boxes at UPS store. No. Like That's you a, need yeah. a special box. <laughs> you don't walk in a treadmill box. You don't walk in the UPS. <laughs> yeah, we got, you need a treadmill box? You need we a got, box? We got, they're right next to the refrigerator box. Yeah, yeah, you can pick them up. <laughs> right next to the refrigerator box. and you, Oh, you need a giant bow for your new Lexus? We got those too. Yeah, these a, things aren't just it's sitting it's around. oversized section. Yeah, we yeah. got a whole oversized crazy <laughs> fucking room of packaging that doesn't exist. Like right, it's right. insane. It's insane. J. Yeah, Trump no, Pot. that that is a literally you call up and you and you just you be professional but just complain and be like I can't your box came busted. Yeah. Like, fix this. Your now, box or, came busted. That's a great name for the store with oversized boxes. <laughs> you need a box? Come to your box got busted. <laughs> we strictly sell gigantic boxes. Gigantic well, boxes. We lasted about three months with that store. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for coming on the Luxury Lounge. Thank you for having me, my friend. Everyone go follow Sean. Go follow Brand New Jerks, new podcast. I'm Jared Freed. Every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. Back next week. Boom.